Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Talking USMLE podcast. My name is Dr. Paul. If this is your first time visiting, let me take this opportunity to welcome you to the show. Whether you're in pre-med, med school, or you're just looking for some tips on productivity, inspiration, motivation, and becoming successful, you're in the right place. Before we dive in, please do me a huge favor and let us know how we're doing by leaving us a rating. Five stars if you're enjoying the show. Let's not waste any more time. Let's dive in to today's episode. Why don't you get it started with question number one? My pleasure. Posted 20 hours ago by Big Al1337. Thank you, Big Al. USIMG Big Al. failed step one. Retake 210 plus. Step two, 230 plus. Good uh, United States clinical experience and LORs. What are the chances to match it to pathology or anything? So USIMG, same thing. Um, what are the chances in matching pathology or family medicine specifically? Should I take step three, find a job, apply next year instead of wasting the money? I really need to be able to support myself. And as bad as I want to match, I have a family to feed and my saved money for this adventure is close to running out. I've had my heart set on pathology for quite a while now, and it's the only specialty I wish to go into. But I'm just scared that my scores and my failure are going to get me filtered out of the process and it will be over before it begins for me. I would sell my soul to match with the pathology. Be careful. I would donate a kidney. I would cut off a toe. Wow. All right, Doc, what wow. do you think? He loves pathology. So that's dedication right there. Um, okay, so there's a couple things here. One, we talked about this on a previous episode where pathology is one of those specialties where the vast majority of people are not interested in it. But there are a certain group of people who love it. For example, this guy, clearly Big Al, loves PATH because he's willing to, if you need a kidney, contact Big Al, 1337. He's got the kidney for you. Hopefully you're a match. If you need a big toe, Big Al is clearly the guy for you. Now, jokes aside, you're not in a great position because you failed step one and path oftentimes goes to high achievers. With that said though, if it's something you're really, really passionate about, I would reach out to as many pathologists, residents, attendings as you can. Uh, I'm assuming because you're passionate, you probably have some connections because you've done rotations, you've shadowed. Reach out to absolutely everybody yes. and just you got to be brutally honest big al and you have to say what are my chances this is my situation what are my chances you may as well not speculate and ask strangers on reddit who have zero idea and to be quite honest based on what you've got here i would say you're probably not sitting too pretty but i would say go and ask people who yeah. are in the field who've who've dealt with the match process and find out where you stand. That way, at least you're not wasting, like you said, your money, your time. You probably have a family. It sounds like, yeah, you said you have a family to feed and your money's running thin. So you don't want to put yourself and your family in a situation where you apply and you just hope that you get in. Get some info and make an informed decision before you spend that money. But I don't say, I wouldn't say give up on the dream, but get informed. And this is one of those scenarios where, you know, if you have a lot of contacts, this is the opportunity for you to leverage those contacts. Um, ask people for help. Say, hey, can you get me an interview? And if you're really that passionate, maybe that'll come through. You know, offer your kidney during your interview and see where that gets you. That was a joke. Don't do that. But you get my point. Find information. Ask for favors. 
before you spend a single dollar in residency. Now, let me just one more thing, Doc. With that said, you're probably in good shape for family because your CK is above 230. Um, you got 210, it says 210 plus, so I'm not sure what that means. But for family, you'd probably be okay. Um, so you could get your foot in the door in residency. So I don't think the dream of being a doctor is over, but path, you're going to have to really pull some strings. What do you think, Doc? I agree with you 100%. Um, you mentioned this individual mentions anything and then family medicine. So that's one I would say, one thing I would say to you, um, Dr. Al is big Al. Just don't settle. Meaning if you say family medicine, look, in, look into family medicine because it could be a field that you actually like. Because if you're dead set into uh, pathology, you might be really disappointed in family. Second, if you take away this year and sacrifice this year, which I wouldn't advise to then work, which is understandable, but then you, what are you going to put down on your resume that you did for a year? Well, I started for step three. What if you don't pass? And if you do pass, but step three won't help you get into pathology. So you see, it's a, it's a fine line of what to do versus not to do. Granted, we have to, we have to talk further about this, but overall, think exactly what you want. If you want path, like Dr. Paul mentioned, social media, networking, knock on every possible virtual door that you can. Family is a great field too. I mean, I want people to think and remember that family isn't just like a default to go, just, you know, I'm going to settle because programs right. will understand that. If you don't have any family medicine background or letters or LOR or highlight yourself on a resume, the directors will say, why are you even applying to us? If you think it's going to be a plan B, guess, you know, you can, say, you can, you can think twice about that because we, we, we won't take you. So think again. And that's the whole point. So just think about what you want to do, doc. And I wouldn't sacrifice another year, year and a half to get a step three. I'd go in, network as much as possible and just decide what I want to do with my life. So you can start making your PG11 salary, right? I mean, you're, you're literally trading salary of 50,000 plus 50 to 70 to work somewhere to Which feed your family probably isn't going to be that high and then you're hurting yourself because what are you going to say study for step three four over a year i mean are they going to you're going to do research what are you going to do so this is something that you know you have to really think um before you move forward on this yeah. uh just like a little side note about step three <clears throat> everybody's different but i found over the years that people who may have failed step one and then they're thinking that they can do step three and that'll sort of replace uh, a poor step one. It's not one of those things that's guaranteed. I know a lot of students have taken step three past it and it doesn't necessarily give them all that much more clout if everything else is weak. Step three is a great addition to your CV. It gives them confidence that, you know, you don't, they don't have to worry about you failing step three in residency, but, but don't necessarily think step three is going to be that golden ticket because oftentimes who you know, the favors you can call in, um, even just you know, doing the right research or shadowing people who can then help you get interviews is going to be more powerful than step three. A lot of people are doing step three. So don't just think that I'll get step three over with and that'll be my goal to take it. It's just, it's very, um, it's a very common misconception based on my experience that step three is going to be that ticket. You're better off to, to, to do exactly what I said and what Dr. Stopper said. So good luck, Dr. Uh, Big Al. 13. Big Al. Best of luck, man. <clears throat> Best good of luck, luck, Big Al. Um, okay, question number two. Is it possible to work full-time and go to med school? I could answer based on the title alone, but let's see what they're asking. I am 21. I live alone. <laughs> I don't know what that's rel the relevancy of the I live alone anyway. This question is geared more towards current MDs DOs. I plan on going to an osteopathic medical school, still working in undergrad. Is this even possible to work full-time to pay rent and go to med school? Two letters, N-O. No way is it even physically possible 
to work full time, even remotely, because you're in school from morning to late afternoon, early evening, then you have labs, then you have to study. Correct. You can definitely do part-time work. Like we have students who uh, are doing part-time tutoring on one of our platforms, but full-time tutoring as a med student, I'm full-time work. Absolutely not. It's just not possible. That's why everyone takes out loans if they need money. It's just impossible. There's no time. Well, and then to add to this, let's say, so school's four years. And let's just say the first two years you go without working because you have to full-time, you're going to be a full-time student in the way. And you say, you know what, third year, fourth year, I'll be in clinical rotations. All right, so you're in clinical rotations, then you have a job. Your job, two, three, four hours, whatever it is, whatever you can find. Then you have your job to pass the board. So you see, if you add so much, uh, so much weight on your schedule, you won't be able to take your board, your complex for DO school, and that's going to affect your residency chances. So unfortunately, you know, I wish we can tell you anything else, but unless you're tutoring online, you can tutor an hour a day, two hours a day, right? You can tutor somewhere. You make some money, absolutely. You make some money, you know, in the morning, in the evening, on the weekends, because most jobs want some part-time. I mean, this is full-time. Let's say even if you want to go part-time, many positions won't take you because they need some part-time hours, right? And you have to physically go to offices or virtual Tutoring would be the way to go, honestly, K prime 12. But um, yeah, my best of luck on the O school. Yeah, I know I love the drive, but it, you can't, you can't work full time. It's not working. No, it's physically, I mean, it's physically impossible. You can't be at two places at once. All right. You want to jump on the third question? Yeah, I'll jump on it. All right. Posted 22 days ago by immediate underscore RIP underscore 4398. <laughs> you shut the session just on the names. Love it. Okay. I regret med school. Okay. I... 10,000% regret going into med school and I would never get into it if I can go back in time, but I'm, but I'm also too deep into, into it now to get out. It makes me very depressed. So I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, I, I feel bad for this individual. I just don't know too much about the situation. You obviously you said you're deep. So is it, are you in your third year, your fourth year? Or are you maybe in your second year thinking that you can't jump out? It's just going to get worse, my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you don't love it, I, I get it. You, you, if every person has a right to step out of their, of their direction. Uh, sure. I know financially, in time, if you're in the States, out of the States, I get it. But think of the, think of the future. Let's say you are doing well, because I'm not sure if you're doing well or not. He says you're feeling depressed, and I'm sorry for that as well. It's just going to get worse, because then you finish medical school, Obviously, you have more debt, you have more time invested than if you get into residency. There's a lot of, a lot of um, obstacles ahead of you if you don't like the journey, right? It is an obstacle, right? Studying, studying, paying, residency matching and everything. So, I mean, it's horrible to hear this and I'm sorry. Perhaps the best option is to jump away. I mean, jump out of this path and take some time off and think and really dig deep and figure out where your anchor is. Why did you choose medical school to begin with? Was it just a you know, family? Was it yourself? Did you just love it? Now you don't like it as much. So it could just be an emotional, right? The, the imbalance of chemicals that kind of really leads you into not feeling worse. I mean, so it could be many, many things, doc. So I scrolled down just to see what people said, because oh, okay. what you said, I a hundred percent agree with. Yeah. If you were doing anything in life, even if you, let's say this person's in fourth year, they've already got $200,000 worth of debt, but they're going to be miserable because they absolutely despise the work. Yeah. Why would you put yourself through that misery? Yeah, so you're in debt, but you can go out and make money. There's tons of ways to make money, way more than a doctor. You know, you could go back, get your MBA, or you could just start a business and make, within five years, be making more than a doctor. I know dozens and dozens of people who are in business and are just 
they're earning doctor money on a monthly basis. So there's money out there to be made, especially with the, what we have today, the internet, the tools. So I scrolled down a little bit and I, the first comment was by someone who said, why too much work or you don't want to be a doctor. And this was the response and I'm not judging you, but I just want to put some context behind this question. The answer was, and this is from the original poster, honestly, it's the work part. I study the whole day and have no social life while people are living and enjoying their twenties. I'm wasting the best years of my life. So what you're worried about, what you're experiencing here is FOMO. You have a fear of missing out on your twenties. You can build social life into your med school. I remember every single weekend people at my school were out at the bars, partying and drinking. And when I had time, I would go as well. I mean, med school for me, because I, I didn't go away for undergrad, med school for me, it was an extremely social time. And yeah, it wasn't with the people I grew up with or went to high school with, yeah. but it was a great time nonetheless. I had a lot of fun. And some of the people I met in med school, yourself included, are some of my best friends today and some of the only people I keep in touch with. So if you think that <clears throat> giving up on a career that you are passionate about, now, first of all, if you're not passionate, you don't like it, get out. Don't do, don't, don't, you're going to be miserable. You're going to make everyone around you miserable. But if it's just a matter of you're worried that you are missing out on your twenties, let me tell you something. While your twenties can be fun, you're broke. You can't really travel because you're broke unless your parents are paying your way. But the the, the odds of that are very rare. If you go to school when everyone's in their thirties, they're going to have families and you're going to be finishing school and you're going to be a doctor. And then when everybody else is bombarded with work and they're struggling to get by, you're going to be a doctor and you're going to be making good money doing something you love. And then you can do whatever you want. You can travel the world. But I really have a problem with someone who isn't willing to sacrifice a little bit now to have a much better future. Yeah. Cause if you drop out because you're, you're, you're missing out on a social life, what drinking and partying and dating, you're willing to give up your entire future for your twenties. Trust me, they're not the best years of your life. They're fun, but life's a lot better when you're a little bit older and you have some money to spend and actually go buy a nice car and go on vacation and and you spoil your friends and family. If, if it's just a matter of you're worried that you're missing out on your social life, that's a silly reason to drop out of med school. In my opinion, I'm looking forward to seeing what you have to say. Um, It's not that great. If it might look great because people are posting on Instagram and everything looks amazing, who cares? They're just partying and they're just socializing. That's always going to be there. You're always going to be able to socialize with people. You only get one chance to go through med school. Yeah. 99.99% of people aren't going to do it twice. You get one chance at this. If you got in and you're already into it, keep going. Yeah. The social life, people, there's always going to be people. I think, I think if you drop out for the simple fact that you want a better social life, you're making a huge mistake. With that said, if you hate it, leave, go do something else. But that's my two cents. I mean, I'm on the same page with you, doc, just because, you know, when I went to undergrad, I had our fun, went to medical school, a lot of students that were my colleagues and if not older than me in, in, the, in the whole semesters, many of them didn't have uh, their fun time in college. So they tried to do it during medical school and they suffered because they tried to balance it all, you know, and it wasn't easy. So I do understand how everyone out, the majority of people around you are hanging out, vacationing, partying by all means. But again, probably we told you, listen, the next seven years, if you should sacrifice and work hard, it will set you up for an amazing future. Would you take it? Many will, many won't. 
Many, 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 want, many people are looking for the every weekend, right? Sure, uh, sure. Hang out on the weekends. And by all means, it's not meant for everybody because if you're in the field, as you are right now, Dr. Immediate underscore rip, you are on the, on, on the path to be in a certain society of individuals that can understand your, your pain, your wins and losses. In other words, there are no weekends because you have to study, you have to prep, you have to go to work. You're saving lives. The typical nine to five has Saturday, Sundays off. So some individuals cannot conform and put themselves in this kind of structure. Others can. Others can devote and sacrifice any, any amount of years, family, friends, colleagues, freedom to then have a better, better future, and even more freedom in the future. That's all. So it's up to you, man. It's up to you, Doc, whoever this is. Best of luck. If you want to sacrifice, sure, you'll have a fascinating and solidified and wonderful future. And if not, then you trade it off. Have fun now. And then when you get on a little later, you realize maybe it wasn't a good trade-off because you'll be, it won't be as um, solidified. I, I, I wholeheartedly, with every fiber of my being, think that if you or anybody watching this drops out of med school because you think you're missing out on some sort of amazing social life, I think you will regret it tremendously. And I, just to end here, I, while you were talking, I scrolled down and most of the people who responded were very uh, uh, polite but also said like kind of along the same lines we are, you know, Good. I, I, we think it's going to be a mistake. I, I just, I think it's going to, I think it's, you're going to regret it. I think it's silly, silly, silly to leave med school so that you can have a social life. But it's either way, like, Doc, like, reach out to us, let us know. Hopefully you continue. Hopefully we were able to help you in any way. If not, then best of luck and continue on your journey. Okay. Awesome. Let's go to the next one. Okay. I got this one. All right. This go. is from Snoo. Snoo dash numbers. When US Assembly Step One changes to pass fail January 2021, actually it's going to be January 2022. Snoo. Yeah. Will older scores transition to? So I'll cut to the chase. My step one is pants, and I want a competitive fellowship. What does that mean? Does that mean it's bad? I have to Google it because I just found out what fleek was a couple weeks ago. It's actually it's on fleek, not just fleek. Oh, you have to say so, your, your hair is on fleek? Okay, yes. so your score is on fleek? Okay, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure. At least that's what I saw on TV. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting old. So yeah. my step one is pants. I'm assuming that's not good. Anyone a competitive fellowship? I got to check this out. Uh, we'll give you guys uh, something. We'll come up with an idea. But uh, based on this ridiculous conversation me and Dr. Stavros are having, <laughs> in the comment section below, uh, if you can guess, the first one to guess my age and Dr. Stavros' age, both together, uh, we'll reach out to you and we'll give you like a free call or a free love it. consultation love it. or something. Good stuff. But you have to get both of us correct in the same one. Please. Okay. So let me get back to this. I want a competitive fellowship. This would be almost too good to be true for a slouch like myself. And, um, oh, and then he added, added January 22. Um, yeah. If you want a competitive specialty, you need to have a good score. And I don't know what step one is pants means. Some people say I didn't do very well and they got a 230. Some people say I didn't do well and they got a 199. Depends what you got. Depends what you want to go into. I mean, you know, if you want to get into dermatology, 210, it's not going to cut it. Just won't cut it. Um, and just to, to answer your original, your, your actual first part of the question is, yes, older scores transition. So if you took the exam and it was three digits, it will transition to three digits as well. Forever, if you took it when it was pass fail, it'll say pass or fail. So, so I found out what pants means. Um, it's it's a slang for <clears throat> uh, if you say pants is a downer, if you say shirts is an upper. People use it for <laughs> a lot. 
So it's pants, like it's a Debbie Downer kind of thing. And then if it's an upper, it's all shirts. So scores all shirts, scores all pants. There it is. Are you making this up? No, no, I, I Googled it. <laughs> pants, yeah, it's a downer. All right. Yeah, man, shoot for the stars, get the numbers, and use a value to your advantage. That's it. Uh, that is all the questions we have for you today. Thank you all for stopping by. Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that provided you with some insight into some of the common questions that you guys are asking. Thank you all for listening. I hope you found that to be helpful. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at RealDrPaul and you could follow Dr. Stavros at RealDrStavros. I hope you found this episode to be helpful. If you did, please don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and leave a review so we know if you're finding the show to be helpful. We thank you for listening to the show. We know that you could be anywhere right now, but you've decided to spend your time with us. And for that, we're forever grateful. Thank you all for stopping by. We'll see you on the next episode.